what is May doing? We are not endorsing meritocracy. We are not promoting equality of opportunity. We're not helping the cohesion or the structure of the family unit. We are not promoting nationalism or patriotism. We are doing nothing. There is simply no right-wing values being aided or furthered by this pay gap rubbish whatsoever. You put it perfectly. (laughs) So there was an article in the evening standard yesterday uh headline reading gender pay gap uk theresa may vows to tackle the burning injustice as firms race to report figures by midnight um theresa may's quoted saying that major industries still hold too many women back comparing the pay gap to women's the women's suffrage campaign a century ago um now the gender pay gap has long been talked about in the mainstream media and in leftist political circles i am flabbergasted that theresa may is talking about this particularly as a burning injustice <laughs> yeah. what is going on here what is going on why are the right talking about the gender pay gap with any sincerity why is this not being immediately dismissed well there i think there are many many layers to this we have to remember who Theresa May is. She's not that conservative, actually. <laughs> if you look at her track record, she she did vote in the past. She actually voted in favour of a lot of socially conservative things. I think she was against gay marriage at one point. She, she's she's actually had quite a traditional cons- social conservative side of things. I'm, 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 I'm not judging her on that at all. But, I mean, the recent past as Home Secretary and... As she's been uh, prime minister, she's been quite obviously someone who believes in the left's kind of feminist argument. Not the argument that women should have um, equal opportunity, but that there is some sort of equity that must be imposed or encouraged when it comes to businesses, which I think is a per- this is a p- the perfect example of. I mean, this pay gap. If you look at how the pay gap is calculated in this, it doesn't even take into consideration the actual job title of the individuals. It is purely taking the medium of all women and medium of all men and doing some magical calculations on it and then judging them purely because of their gender. There's no consideration of of, uh, educational level or skills or job role. No, Um, I actually have the... uh, Oh, sorry. I actually have the the um the calculations available here from the gov.uk website and they are they literally want the calculation done on the full pay of all of all male employees divided by the number of male employees and then the same with the females um and then subtracted against each other. So they're not right. taking into account any job roles, um, length of service at the company, how good people are at the jobs. They're not interested in any of that detail whatsoever. All they're interested in is what does all the men earn, what does all the women earn, and divide it by the number of men and women and compare the two results. Yes, I mean, to any sensible person, any person who's had uh, experience with statistics or in uh, any sort of scientific field would see this as obviously a very silly way of calculating anything. Firstly, you shouldn't even calculating the difference between gender anyway, but it's a very, very poor methodology of how you would come about it. And if you're not going to involve the skills and the job roles of those individuals, in, then you really are not making a comparison at all. You know, when you when people like Moore Football Club are being forced to give their their pay gap uh, reading, and you're thinking, well, Moore Football Club, they're a male's football club, 
they're footballers so they get paid quite a lot of money there are no women who get paid that it's very very likely that there is going to be a pay gap at, at Millwall Football Club but that's because, not because they're sexist or part of the patriarchy that's because of the setup of the institution <laughs> naturally you would expect that to be there be a pay gap but the the way that uh, Theresa May's morally uh, kind of virtue signaling about this issue shows that there's a complete disconnect between the actual reality of the situation and and trying to actually help women get better jobs and uh, and then this kind of fantasy world of everybody should be equal in outcome and why aren't there 50 CEO, women CEOs in the FTSE 100 rather than actually looking at the science and going, right, why is this? And what can we do to actually eliminate any sort of prejudice that there is in the system? But realizing that the quality of outcome is never going to happen. It's just not going to happen. It's just not human to be to, to have that. It's just never going to happen. And I don't understand why why we would talk in such vague terms anyway. I mean, some of the top offenders quote-unquote for this pay gap like you said Millwall Football Club 80% pay gap I mean you know shocker right like (laughs) I know this just in a men's football club men earn more than than women I mean that's that's yes it's it's, it's pointless um yes uh Ryanair uh 71.8% uh pay gap um when they were asked about it and they were asked about it by the mainstream media they said well they had most of the pilots were men. Like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know the, that's that's what costs them all the money, right? Like we all know, pilots get paid more than than air stewards, air stewardesses, and cleaners, and that sort of thing. Like, so if you've got more male pilots, like, I'm not sure what this data tells us at all. Like, it doesn't tell you anything. There, there, nobody's <laughs> nobody's being requested to provide any information on this they're being asked for a statement but the statement is only to affirm the accuracy of the data to say that they've done this honestly basically the nobody's asked being asked to describe these differences no one's interested what we're doing is we're boiling it down to a number and we're saying right this is your starting point you're now needing to get yourself down to zero um we want a Marxist-style equality of outcome, and this is how it's going to be. I, I do wonder how many people actually understand what's going on here with this, because I think if you were to ask 100 people at random about the gender pay gap, they would all say it's disgraceful that men get paid more than women. <laughs> and then if yes. you said to them, you understand that that, mean, that doesn't mean that men and women are getting paid differently for one hour's work in the same job, they would go, yes, I understand. That's, that's you know, it's not about that. Like, I don't think anyone understands what this gender pay gap is. And I think, I think I've never seen anyone in the mainstream media, whether it be print or on the television or on the radio, for that matter, talk about what it is and what it means and the implications of it, just that it's bad and we need to reduce it. Absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, the people who trumpet this stuff are from the political left. And so it's never in their interest to actually define anything specifically because it means that they could be taken to task on it. The left works in emotions and sentiment rather than in reality and policy. So to them, it, it's a much easier to say oh, women get paid less than men rather than actually go, right, so there seems to be some sort of disproportionate money going to one gender than another. Why is this? Is there an, this is a systemic problem with the institution or 
is it that women don't feel that they want to do better or are there any other kind of supply side issues in terms of the, the supply chain of labor they don't think about things like this they use it as a political tool to further their own agenda and their agenda is to create as much chaos because they believe all uk and western institutions to be fundamentally patriarchal and favor white men so any sort of chaos to them rocking the boat they don't care if everyone falls in the sea to them it doesn't matter because somehow some uh, that that sea will be turned around um, that boat will get turned upside down anyway and they can create a new institutions from afresh that won't be you know uh, imposing some sort of uh, conspiratorial uh, network <laughs> of old men uh, that's their that's how they see the see the world so if you're, you know, if you're seeing people on the left, you're going to go, okay, fundamentally, I understand why you're doing this. What's annoying is seeing someone on the right, or supposedly on the right, purporting to be on the right, actually furthering their argument and, and actually losing ground in the battle. And actually it just letting them take that and actually supporting their view. We're actually looking at the facts. And as we've said, if you're not going to look at the qualifications, the skills and the um, the actual job roles, and actually what I would also say is class, background is much more of a better indicator of if a system is favourable to a certain group of people than anything else. I mean, this, this you'd expect Marxists to be making this argument, but they're not. <laughs> it's almost as if Marxism has been hijacked by middle upper class women or lefties <laughs> on the or, um, white lefties um, from metropolitan cities, and it isn't actually in the interest of working class people. Mm, hmm. Yeah. I should think about that one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I find it bizarre that um, I find it bizarre that. Uh, they're not actually working in, the, this is not in the interest of working class people, this kind of thing. And people on the left, they always use the working class or anybody, they can cloak their uh, their actual inner ambition. They, they, they try and cloak that with a virtue of trying to help someone out less fortunate than them. But it's just so annoying to see someone on the, on the right, like Theresa May, um, saying this kind of nonsense. But um, considering she's the one who came up with the phrase nasty party and uh, has, has been one of these kind of new... Um, these new MPs that have come along and said the, the Conservative Party had to reform, and when they mean reform, they basically mean be new Labour. <laughs> it's actually not that surprising. Mm. It's not that surprising if you consider consider the the track record she had, for example, as home as um, Home Secretary and her her statements on immigration. You know, and uh, it, it doesn't actually. It's not that surprising. It's just very disheartening because I think a lot of us thought that Brexit was going to be a cultural shift to the right. It seems that there's much more to go. Yeah, I, I actually think the I, I I do think this is this is um, an artifact of a an upper middle class white women's resurgence in the left. I mean, I I I don't actually think the working class has has been mentioned by Corbyn's Labour in a long time now. I mean they they jumped on the whole Grenville fire thing like you wouldn't believe, but not to actually in any way to help poor people just to bash it over the head of of the right um what i find yes. particularly disturbing is that theresa may of all people the leader of the conservative party has jumped on this issue without even having a discussion within her own party or within the right-wing media about about whether this pay gap is a good thing or a bad thing. Nobody has had a conversation about the morality of this. No one has even explained it properly. And I'm really worried we've we've like dove into this head first without actually trying to think about what any of this means, what it is, what the implications of it are. Um, you know, I think, was it the... Um, 
Oh, was it the Institute of Economic Affairs a while ago tried to explain the pay gap, and they brought yes, it they, they, they brought it down to I think zero point seven percent. I can't remember yes. the number. It's been a long time since I looked, but it was under one percent. Where once they had accounted yeah. for job job uh, role, the the number of hours worked, um, uh, and the, the the quality of the employee, if you like, the the skill and talent of the employee. Um, and then also choices as well. Like there was a lot of voluntary, um, uh, a lot of voluntary uh, demotions and downgrades in working hours, um, and deprioritizing of careers by women when they hit their early to mid thirties, when they start raising families. For you know, for a subset of women, um, it no longer becomes the career, no longer becomes the defining feature of them as a person. They have other things they care about, and that's entirely voluntary to them. And I think once once all of that was removed, it was under 1%. And they even went so far as to say, but that doesn't mean that the remaining 1% has anything to do with sexism. Um, exactly. <laughs> they just couldn't understand what that 1% was. They went, we got as far yeah. as we could, but it was 0.7% or whatever it was unexplained and we need to do more research to understand what that might be but even though that sort of research exists we've not looked at it we've not discussed it we've done nothing Theresa May seemingly without without even the the rest of the Conservative Party backing her to any great extent this was certainly nothing that was in the 2017 manifesto it's not really anything we've discussed like I'm no. how has this happened <laughs> how has this happened <laughs> Yes. Well, I think that's, again, it's a really deep question. There are so many factors in play. Uh, I think fundamentally it's, it's, a, it's, a, it's something that a government, which is pretty weak in terms of a majority and also in terms of a feeling of a direction that it's going in, it's a very easy thing for them to fall into if they're on the right, is that, oh, okay, we need to do some political messaging except, uh, you know, excluding Brexit. What can we do? Let's try and pander to people on the left, right? Or the or what, re- what they actually are on the left, but what they think is the centre ground, which has been debunked hundreds of times, especially mm. by Peter Hitchens. There is no such thing as the centre ground. Jeremy Corbyn proved in his election there's no such thing as the centre ground. Donald Trump in his election proved there is no, no such thing as the centre ground. It's not. It doesn't exist. It was a self-fulfilling prophecy created by the uh, the new Labour government that everyone thought if you're going to win, you have to go basically do what New Labour did. It's been proven to be wrong. It was. Um, you know, it's just not a reality of the current political spectrum. So I think Theresa May, being a product of that era, is going right. How can we pander to voters who weren't going to vote for us but will now? Ah, uh, <laughs> yes. Let's say something about feminism. Not even looking at the facts. You know, someone who's uh, someone who's actually looking from making policy based in, uh, you know, thinking about what's the best policy for this country. Would look at the statistics, look at the facts, look at reports, talk to experts in the field. She's obviously not done that because anyone, as someone can be, as can be proven by reading the the calculations of the pay gap here for five minutes, it, it takes you five minutes to realise that this is fundamentally flawed at uh, basic level. So she's obviously not done that. So she's doing it. She's choosing to go along with the myth. 
for political messaging. And that's why I think that's what she's doing. She's, she's, she's making a leap of faith on this. She's actually going, I'm going to believe in this because I think it's going to play politically well for me. Well, she doesn't know what she's doing. But this is why I think she's, she's doing it. I think she, she actually thinks that it's politically in her interest to do it. Do you think she's just, um, she, do you think she's simply desperate to go down in history for something other than being the Prime Minister <laughs> that oversaw Brexit? Yeah, well, unfortunately, I think her reputation is a bit too tarred. I don't think <laughs> something on her equal pay is going to eliminate what happened at the last party conference or eliminate the election disaster. Um, and hope, I hope not, but if Brexit's a disaster too, it's not going to make any difference. I think that politicians are quite vain in that sense, and I think it's just humanity in the end. They are going to look for some sort of legacy, but um, it, maybe this is some sort of uh, lunge a far-fetched attempt to uh, try and, and and see some agenda or initiative. But you're not going to see it's a culturally left-wing idea from the cultural left. It's just not going to happen. And what are you going to achieve by the end of it if you do, you do own this issue? What are you going to do about it? You're going to keep fighting against your own side. Okay, great. Well done. You're giving us even more reasons to hate you. It's just not good luck. <laughs> if you're going to pander to people, at least pander to your own side. Don't pander to the opposition. <laughs> It's so okay. What what I don't get about this is Theresa's obviously she's, May's obviously taken this this up this mantle up by herself. But I feel like the entire right wing press are on side with this. I've been looking mm. through articles about it from all of the big you know all of the big the big hitters, the Daily Mail, the Daily Telegraph, um, uh, the Evening Standard, and all of them. Are not using any language at all, which would suggest that this that there's any illegitimacy or weak link in these pay gap statistics whatsoever. Mm. They are all saying, you know, Theresa May's coming out in force about this. That these are the these are the worst offenders, and they're using language like that, like these are the worst people for it, not the largest gaps or anything like that. There seems to be very little explanation of what this is, and yet every article, I always see the same thing. For every pound a man earns, women earn blank, you know, earn X pence, and that's yeah. always the language that they're using in this. Why, oh why? I mean, maybe we're just completely missing the point. Maybe we're t maybe there's just something going on here. I'm seriously not getting, but nobody seems to be challenging this, and I don't get why. Um, I I think uh, my suspicions are that this is a, a coordinated uh, messaging attempt from the Tory Party, and they've actually talked to they've actually talked to the press, and they've actually tried to coordinate a particular message. And you can see this in the coherency of the message itself and the language. I think they've actually tried to push this as a as a, a push for the social, what they think is the social centre ground. And I think that's what they're doing. I think this is more coordinated than we think. I think an example of this is the fact that Theresa May wrote an article for Daily, Daily Telegraph. Who goes, you know, the old school Daily Telegraph, you would never go to the Daily Telegraph and do a equal pay argument like that <laughs> in the past. The Daily, uh, Daily Telegraph's obviously changed quite a lot, but... Um, you would never have done that 20 years ago. My gosh. I mean, I, I think there's much more coordination going on here behind the scenes. And I think that's really bad for public debate because I can't help but feel that a lot of this feminist stuff, um, there's an element of semantic infiltration in it, but there's never been a discussion about feminism in its current, in what this is, you know, modern day third wave feminism. There's never been this discussion. There's been um, semantic infiltration on the word feminist. Yeah. Um, 
I was talking to someone actually the other day about about this and how feminism has switched from being uh, from being actually about giving women the choice to do what they want with their bodies and with their lives, and now has turned to basically you must do whatever the moral feminist police thinks you should do as a woman. Or you're a misogynist. Exactly. The perfect example being the, uh, the the scantily dressed ladies at darts tournaments no longer being able to do it because of peer pressure. Um, from See, that's weird, isn't it? Because that's actually socially conservative. It is. Um, and that's uh, so uh, weird. Is, uh, yes, absolutely. <laughs> uh, actually, it's quite bizarre, isn't it? In fact, that the, 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 the feminists have gone so far around the bend that they've actually come back the other side. It's, it's feminists <laughs> um, and they who hypersexualise women. It's, it's feminists who hypersexualise uh, women. And now they're, now they're telling them off for it. Absolutely. Uh, and this is the irony of the situation. And um, I, I think that's a work going you know, on that tangent. It's a very good example of how a word feminist or a, an ideology as feminism has now turned out to be completely contradictory to what it meant 40 years ago, which I think is fascinating. It shows you how words can be misused to create um, actually a, a malaise of information. So people don't actually know what the, the pay gap is anymore. So a lot of people will be thinking, oh, my God, it's an outrage that some women are being paid uh, less than the, a man who's doing the exact same job as them. That's just misogyny. And I would totally just I would t I would totally accept that if that was the truth. If a woman was not being paid the same as a man just because of her gender, I would be outraged as much as anyone. It's actually very anti-conservative. It's anti-classical liberal. Everyone should be treated equally as individuals. Everyone should be paid because of what they do rather than who they are. It's it's anti-meritocratic as well. Yeah. It's Every conservative and classical liberal argument is on the side of women should be paid the same as men. But this is not what's happening. In fact, what's happening is this is this is a this is the foreplay for positive discrimination and uh, the victimization of particular people because of their race and their gender and that's why conservatives should be on the other side there is no meritocratic argument for this it is anti-meritocratic there is no classical individualist argument for this because it's collectivized by definition it's about one gender beating the other so it's not classical liberal or conservative in, in any definition and that's why it's fascinating to see conservatives seemingly either being silent for political reasons or just going along with it yeah it's uh, postmodernist to its core isn't it i mean it really is postmodernist to its core i mean there's this enormous social pressure and cultural pressure now for companies to be hiring more um uh, black asian and minority ethnic people to be hiring more lgbt people and to be uh, making those people more visible and um more senior within the companies there's now this sort of name and shame policy introduced by may um about about gender and gender pay and we know that the behavior that's going to be driven by all of this is is this this smacking around of of straight white men um f for seemingly no reason i don't quite understand it you know it's all based on this this myth of the patriarchy right that there's some organized conspiratorial effort by all straight white men to ensure every other category of person um in society um is 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 lesser than they are even though <laughs> you know they they're doing a really pretty poor job of that you know if it is true there <laughs> i wouldn't need to worry about them really right like yeah it's absolutely mad um i i i cannot that's the crux for me in this this is what i cannot understand is why 
are conservatives and right-wing people buying into a Marxist postmodernist equalization strategy. This is an attempt at equality <laughs> of outcome. Yeah, it's yeah, nothing absolutely. more than that, right? I mean, take to, to go back to Ryanair again. You know, they have a massive pay gender pay gap of seventy one point eight percent. Just looking online as we're talking now, Ryanair have explained this is because the overwhelming majority of their pilots are uh, are male. Um, only eight, I think. It was only eight out of five hundred and fifty four pilots are women. Yes, and and that's why, <laughs> and that's why they've got such a massive gender pay gap. Like it's there's, it's mad. It's I'm sorry, it's complete madness. <laughs> of, course, of course it is, and I think any sensible person who wants to look at things empirically and actually find solutions to problems, if there are problems to be solved, they want to find solutions to them, will think that this this type of report is just absurd. You know what's, what, of course you're not going to lump. Something like uh, like firemen with nurses. They're completely different occupations with completely different requirements that have very skewered gender ratios. But that's not the patriarchy. That's because of the, the actual requirements of those jobs. Women are naturally more caring and nurturing than men are. And men are more likely to run into a fire than women are. I mean, it's just fundamentally who we are as genders. Even using the word gender annoys me because we didn't used to use it when I was at school. It was sex. But yeah. again, that's another example of um, infiltration of language from the left. How suddenly the words start getting used. But again, anybody who was going, t- talking sensibly about actually solving problems in particular industries, if there is a particular industry where there's a problem, I'm absolutely, there's no, I have no issue with making sure that women get the same equal opportunity as men do. Exactly. But as Jordan Peterson has said, equity or equitable, that's a red line. Like that is that is not even the slippery slope. You are going towards a effectively a communist Marxist mentality. Yeah. That we must impose equity of when the equity sounds like um, equality. So it's lovely and fluffy, and you think fantastic. Everyone's going to be equal. Fantastic. That's basically saying we will impose the result. People will be forced to have what we say they are. And as Milton Freeman have said, who are these um, angels that are going to come down and arrange society for you? <laughs> it, it, yeah. will be, it will be the people who propagate this ideology. And that is the left. That they will be the people who decide what the outcome is. It won't be because of your gender. Everyone's will be effectively gender neutral and nothing will be uh, misogynist or sexist anymore. No, it will be what the left thinks. And if you think that you're the ones benefiting from the system that they're proposing now, don't think that will last because it will turn on you. Don't you worry about it. It will turn on you because Definitely. it will be up to the whims of those that have the levers of power. Oh!